right, welcome everyone. Today I have uh, Nicole Rombawa, Rombawa, sorry, um, another trainer on the island in Hawaii on Oahu. Um, which gym do you work at right now? I work at UFC Gym White Kelly. Okay. And how long have you been doing that? Well, first off, um, how did you get into training and stuff? And like, how long have you been doing it, et cetera? I'm actually a relatively new trainer. Um, I just started doing this maybe about a year ago. I believe September had made um, an official year since I've become a trainer. Um, and I got into this uh, because of my own weight loss journey. And how was the character to go into that and describe that for us? Uh, well, so I started at 200 pounds um, to a stage weight of 125 pounds. Um, I myself am a bikini competitor at the NPC. I've only done like local local competitions here on the island on Oahu. Uh, and through that whole journey, uh, it was more about how I ended up finding myself just beyond my physical transformation. I did want to lose the weight. That's pretty much what any person's dream who like goes into and really just wants to like make themselves be physically better. I wanted to lose the weight, but I had been inspired by like old classmates back at UH who were bodybuilders themselves and it was like a 10 year oh maybe I'll do that one one day so when I got to my goal weight which was 165 and then down to 145 I was like, you know what told Eddie which was my trainer at personal uh at 24 SM Pro City like I want to get on stage and we did it push it all the way through and I saw so much value in purpose there was to being a personal trainer because he helped me rediscover myself. Um, and I wanted to, to do that. Honestly, I also got uh, pushed into it after losing my, my old job. Yeah, um, I've noticed there's a percentage of people that tried the weight loss or competing thing, and it's almost like they finally find something for them as far as I don't know if it's the structure or the fact that they realize that how they look and perform is actually in their own control I think uh, a lot of people have that type of wake-up call saying you know what I actually can look however the hell I want as long as I do a b and c and for some people that can be a very powerful feeling and it, it could be um it could totally um it could be an epiphany for people so I, I mean, I, I did, I've been through the same thing myself. So, I mean, I, I definitely know where you're coming from there. Now, when, uh, when was the last time you competed? Last time was um, the Aloha Muscle. That was my last one back last year, 2019, last year. in September. Okay. And, uh, shoot, we usually have a lot, but I think this year we're only having that one in December, right? Yeah. This year's a wash, you know, the whole COVID thing and shows get fitting put back. Push yeah. Back. I was use this year to build, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I mean, it sucks, but I'm glad somebody held out and still having a contest at the end of the year. It's going to be nice to go to one and kind of feel normal a little bit because, you know, here in Hawaii, we have them like, it seems like every couple of months there's a contest here. Mm -hmm. So it's good to see that somebody's going to have one. Um, were you ever into anything like um, sports or anything like that growing up, or is this getting into – the uh, fat loss, getting to the, the com competition, your first experience, like, training or anything like that? It's my first experience, like, uh, 
I guess, training like an athlete. But I've been a dancer since I was five. And when I say dancer, uh, <laughs> a lot of people always ask me, like, oh, you were just a hula dancer. No, I, I started with hula when I was five. And then uh, I went into a studio called Sabrina Star, which is now Pade De and Waipahu. And I moved on into um, 24-7 and Studio 808. And I did pretty much everything, everything from like ballet, jazz, hip hop, uh, lyrical. So um, I think that has helped me personally, just the way how I move and how I'm aware with my body. Yeah. So when it came into like isolating muscles and stuff, you probably caught on to it a lot quicker than somebody else because you've known how to use your body and stuff through dance for so long. Oh, yeah. I'm a, I'm a great mimic. At least that's what Eddie tells me. He says, I'm a good mimic. I, I can watch and I can understand how to move something, maybe in like a couple of movements. It takes me a bit, but um, I notice that when I train some clients who don't have that, it takes a lot of cueing in the coach. Yeah. Really break it down. But that's fun for me. Yeah. Finding ways to try to force people to stimulate that muscle. So you kind of, it's almost like you're programming them. And you'd be like, okay, that way you're feeling, that's what it's supposed to look like. So when you do this exercise, that's what you're looking for. And some people don't have that. So, I mean, like me growing up in the South and doing a lot of yard work and stuff, I, I caught onto it quicker, yeah. but I have also had people that have just, seems like they've never been out of a chair and you have to find ways to like force them to get that stimulation so that the nerve impulses get stronger mm-hmm. and they find the muscles better. Um, I know this when I go through your Instagram and stuff, I find a lot of, you post a lot of good motivational stuff. Some of it I can resonate with. And it's one of the things that got me to contact you to talk about this is because, um, like I said, I can resonate with some of the stuff you post is, um, that stuff like getting from it, you find stuff that relates to stuff you've experienced yourself or is, are you, is that, is that why you post it or what's the, well, I, I just love posting inspirational stuff. I ha- I think I always have done it for years in like Tumblr and Twitter over several accounts way in the past. Um, but more so ever since I got into, into, I guess you could say bodybuilding, um, and training because along my journey, um, I noticed that, well, I posted not just for myself, but also it seems that other people need to hear and they resonated with it too. So specifically it's like, you really do just need to stop worrying about what other people think. And this goes in anything, like, in anything that we do, right? Whether it's we want to pursue in something that we're passionate about in our professional lives or in a have, like, a, a hobby. Um, I'm taking on trying to learn, like, acting and voiceover and modeling. And everybody wants to be like somebody else, but really you want to stand out. So for you to stand out, you need to stop thinking that you need to be like this one person or be like this lineup of people and just be you. Because, you know, if you've been thinking about pursuing whatever you're pursuing for so long, like you just need to get there. Just go for it. And that's one of those things that I love to post about it. Um, It's also about being your biggest cheerleader because you really can't rely on other people to be there for you and that's something I've experienced along my way where my closest it's who I thought were my closest friends and family they weren't always there when I thought I needed them and it was the strength like the people who I haven't even met whether it's through like social media or even people who are like across from the gym 
they support me and I was like wow that's that's so powerful at least that's what I thought so anyways um I don't know what do you think no that's um I was actually thinking with um, the technology stuff we have now a lot of times people will think that they're alone and something they want to pursue or a way they think or a mindset but then when they start posting quotes and stuff that they like they start seeing there's other people that think the same way they do and what you, you know it some, something I also preach to people about when they come to me for training is what you mentioned. Your environment and your, your group of friends is going to change as you start changing your goals. But what happens is it molds around you. So if once you were this, like for me, I was like, I used to party a lot and shit. Now I get into training. So I start shifting over that. And you start noticing friends are being left behind. But at the same time, you're gaining new ones because now you're finding people that are doing the same thing you're doing. So if you keep going down a path that you really want, I mean, you're only, there's only a short transition period that you're going to be alone and people are going to start, you're going to start finding people that are similar and then you're going to be okay. But I think that tra that transition period is where people get uncomfortable and they're afraid to tread into that uh, because it's different. Yeah. But once they get through that, you know, you're in this whole different normal, the, this normalized lifestyle. And everything's okay after that because now you're set in a new schedule, new routine, you know, supporters and all this stuff. Yeah. Well, I found that when you get into something like this or you just like chase after whatever you're passionate about and you're moving, you're relentless and moving towards that goal. You're right. You're, you get those people who you wanted to be friends with when you were just starting and they just, they just become your friends. Like, you don't even there's a, there's that void in the very beginning it was like how do i get there like you feel so intimidated by those they look like giants they look they look like superheroes to you but what does that say is like work so hard until your idols become your friends or something like that oh yeah i've like, never heard that that's good yeah like you it's it's that tunnel vision aspect where you kind of get lost into it and the people who don't understand they'll just fall off yeah. And that's okay. Like, it's hard because a lot of us are still attached to those people. And that's, that's fine. Um, but like, honestly, it, what helped me is that when I go through when I went through my my own, my own, my own journey is like, they just kind of left me, like, I would move forward, but they weren't there to support me when I thought I needed them. And they would still ask for my support. And I'm like, well, ah. yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. Well, sometimes um, those people become the followers too. Like you're in a group and it's almost like you break away and you'll notice on down the road, these people start hitting you up for advice and they start getting older. So now they want to start getting into a cleaner lifestyle. They start coming to you and you realize, Oh, I'm, I, I'm leading now, you know, used to you were trying to do what they were doing and be in that group. And then when you finally break off and do your own thing, some of them, it tends to do a 180. And some of these people you're friends with are now followers and, you know, you're still friends and stuff, but now it's, they're coming to you instead of you trying to go to them to be in the crowd. Alone. Yeah. And, you know, that's where you just got to keep being, it almost seems selfish, right? But you just keep being relentless and doing what you, what you want. But if you just keep at it and don't be a jackass about it, like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, don't be an asshole, but like you get to a place to keep being humble and keep showing how you are overcoming each struggle you're facing. Because I, I think I wrote this in, in my notes where I said there's like a short romance with people who always show their best side. 
all the time. Like, yeah, it's cool that you always see like the nice pictures, but that's only a small like pinpoint or like a small aspect of your life. A lot of people fall in love with the people who are struggling and they overcome it. It's like you become their hero because they see that, oh, I struggle too. You've struggled before. Maybe you can help me because you've been there before. Yeah, it's true. It's kind of like um, now people always pull for the underdog. Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, being into training, have you found what your specific niche or whatever is as far as what type of person or what type of goals you, you cater to? Or are you still trying to find that? I'm still trying to find it, but I noticed that my my I guess my expertise or my niche is taking someone who was just like me when I started very intimidated scared um it, like insecure about working out especially in a large corporate size gym um even just like getting onto the weight room floor and that that's how I was like when I first started I was I was a cardio bunny I would just yeah. be on the elliptical the treadmill and that's all I did when I went to the gym I would uh, attend every single class. That's all I did. Um, but I would also be the one who's in the corner. I would bring like a workout program that I found on the internet and try to follow it in the dark, in the cardio room. Yeah. I was, I was that person. I was that person who was even too ashamed to work out doing the same routine that, that my personal trainer would show me. <laughs> I would actually hide from him. I was that person. I don't know. What what made you break from that? What made you finally say, okay, I got to try something different? Um, really, that's when when I hired Eddie as my personal trainer. In the back of my head, I was like, this many times I've had so many different gym memberships. I've tried so many different diets. I've tried so many different programs, and I failed at each one. Maybe I should just get actual help from somebody who knows what they're doing. Give me a routine and stick to it. Like someone to help me stay accountable. And that that relationship that was built really also helped me get comfortable with using equipment, being next to people who who work out like me, um, being in front of people who I used to be intimidated by, like being overweight but completely unsure and insecure about my own body and just being in the middle like by the dumbbell rack that's terrifying if you don't know what you're doing because yeah. you're still judgment so that's i like finding people who are like that because i've been there and if i can make them feel comfortable by showing them a few places around the gym um getting them to understand that when you look at yourself in the mirror you're not you're not vain, you're, you're working on you and everyone else around you is working on themselves too. Yeah. And I've also learned that although um, us gym rats, but we might look really intimidating, especially when we're super focused and with these masks on now, like we look even more intense. Yeah. We're like the, the nicest people. They just say hi and we're just like, oh, hi, you know? And we like, when we weren't wearing our masks, we'd smile and all that. A lot of us have been in that situation where they're at. They don't realize that. Yeah. A lot of us, a lot of them think like, oh, they're just, you know, like meatheads or something like that. Or yeah. that's what they do. Like, they're stuck up. But no, not not all of us are like, some of them are. But 
majority of us aren't like we understand what it feels like to feel alone and if you want help we'll be happy to help you yeah that's um that's I, as you start training you start finding people that have similar experiences that you do and that because you're able because of course you're able to relate to them better so it's going to trigger mm -hmm. and um i remember when i was a kid i first went to the gym had no idea what i was doing you know and um so it's like me with trying to deal with people that lose weight and i know exactly the obstacles are already putting in their head and i are they some get surprised so they already know what I'm going to say that's going to get under their skin or either it's either going to make them quit or they're going to push through it. And it's like, how do they know this? Like, cause I've been there, you know, it's just a matter of, of finding what group that you resonate better with like that. Mm -hmm. And then, and you know, you just do that by experience and you find out that the majority of your clients have the similar experience that you've had and you relate with them better. I mean, that's, that's more into like the marketing aspect, I guess, of training, but, um, <clears throat> you being in the same position as some of those people that come in, they're scared to go. It helps. What what I'm getting to is it helps you relate to them better, so they're gonna start feeling more comfortable with you, mm -hmm. and then you start walking them through the stuff and realize, hey, you know, this isn't so bad. You just have to. Most I usually tell people, most of the people you're thinking are looking at you in here are too busy posting selfies on Facebook to even worry about what you're doing. So, whenever you're in doubt, just go through Facebook. When you see all your friends' photos, you know they're not looking at you, so you're fine. You know. Um, what, what tactics do you use? Like you find somebody that's kind of unsure about coming in the gym or they they don't know what to do. You say you, 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 you start specializing in helping people feel more comfortable. So what tactics do you use to do that? Well, um, so say that, uh, because I work in a commercial gym and, um, the membership team has a, um, a potential member come in and they want to sign up, sign them up for, um, personal training, like a starter package. Um, I do not do the hard salesman thing. Oh, no, 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 no. I don't do that. I, being that um, I let them introduce me um, so I can get a feel as to how they feel about like having a trainer come up to them and so they can get a feel for me. But I immediately go into the, oh, Mahai, my name is Nicole. I'm a personal trainer if you want to know more about me. Um, we can we can look up uh but i also remind them that you know like i know you're new and if you want to like learn a few things here and there just know that you can always come up to me so they have like a friendly face that's like official in in the club and i'll, be, and I'll always be around and then if i see them again like i'll always say hi to them but if they do end up booking a, like a starter session with me and i find out what they like to do um i take them through a tour and i really just like throw them right onto the gym floor that of course is also dependent on you know what their what their goals are right um but if they've never been into the into the into the into a gym before and they're like i want to get toned i want to look like her or i want to look like him i want to lose fat and if i ask them like oh what do you do and they say all i do is stay on like on the machine or play go in classes i do i do exactly what I went through to feel comfortable on to the floor. Go to a couple of machines, like the cable machines, the isolation machines, the dumbbell rack. So they not only feel comfortable on the floor, but they also can feel welcomed in that area. They don't they no longer feel like there's this like curtain of like 
intimidation when they walk in. Um, I know some of this is due to just like the fear of the unknown, which is natural. Anything that we don't know about, we're going to be scared of at some point. Do you think another part of it is that they're not comfortable with themselves, with how they look? And that's why they're afraid to go over there because their their insecurities or their, you know, they see how people look over there and they think, you know, they're not welcome just because they don't look like they fit in. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Um, before I became a a frequent gym goer or a gym addict, quote unquote, I was so intimidated by everybody, even even like the old ladies who would go and take Zumba classes because I knew they could outwork me <laughs> at the time. Um, so yeah, I believe it's a lot of negative perception that, that they already have just like going into it. And that's not just about themselves, but also uh, if they've tried everything, they probably see exercise as a punishment, right? For like not eating right or, you know, not, not adhering to what their doctor had told them. They don't see it as a way to, as like as therapy, as a therapeutic way for, you know, take care of themselves. And um, being that I've gone through that phase, um, you and I look intimidating as fuck, right? Yeah. <laughs> like if you were just, uh, to walk in there like, oh my god, wow. <laughs> Especially if like you you don't know what you're doing. But like I said before, we're really really nice, and it's not until you keep go coming in um, and you get associated with with the area around you, and having a trainer really helps with that because it's like you have an assigned buddy, yes. you know. Yeah. Who, who who's there to like protect you? And I try to make I try to make trainings fun and not like you're gonna do this and not be a drill sergeant. No, I don't. Especially if they feel that way. Yeah. Um, that way, it's like they can come in if they see me. They have a friend who's there. They can ask questions. They can text me. That's you know that's how I like to start changing their perception. Yeah, that's good. That's good. It kind of kind of walking them into it. And they have that liaison fact, like as being with you to get into there. It did kind of a comfortable way of getting in there. I see that. Um, what do you usually see happen after you get started doing this? Like, how do you start seeing them change? What's, what signs do you see that everything's getting better? Like, so, because I've seen people that will completely do a 180 once that light's at the end of the tunnel. Like, people that have been overweight all their life. They never seen shit, and then one day they put their pants on, it's a little bit looser, and then all of a sudden they are stuck to everything. They won't come off the diet. They keep pushing hard because now they finally believe that they can do it, you know, because that light's at the end of the tunnel. What do you usually see as people start getting more comfortable, or how do you know everything's going to be all right? Well, there's always little signs, right? Um, like in the very beginning, say you're working with somebody who knows nothing. They don't know anything and it's their first time like lifting for example this is usually a girl um any age and they come in and i tell them okay so we're going to take this barbell and we're going to do a deadlift and they're like i don't know what that is oh my gosh and then i show them how to do it and they go through the movements i correct the movements as they go and they don't really know what the weight is, but when you tell them what it is and they're like, oh my God, 
what? I just lifted that much? And that's like the first trigger. The first trigger because you see their lights, their eyes light up just a little bit. And you see their confidence go up because they realize for the first time that they're stronger than they thought they were. And that just sets a snowball effect into um, their attitude. So it opens up their attitude and they want to try different workouts. They want to try pushing different weights because they're always marketed, you know, like these light little baby weights, the pink ones or the pretty colorful ones or just cardio or just body weight. But when they see that they can move things, things that they thought that were heavy, it like unlocks, unlocks like a completely different person in them. Yeah. And <laughs> like, I absolutely love them. And then when they share their other goals that they had that they didn't share with me from our initial session, like, I want to, I want to learn how to act, or I want to be an extra, or I want to get on TV, or I want to do this. Like, it's like, where was all And you know that it's because they were able to overcome or achieve a goal that they didn't realize that they had just by like just by lifting weights but just by showing to themselves that they are stronger than they thought they were yeah i mean people will come in and say i just want to drop like get into these pair of pants and they do that and some of them get okay well fuck what else can i do you know it's they get that aspect and you you're like you're right when they they get that first hurdle they thought they could never do and they get that like, oh, wow, well, if I could do that that quick, what, I mean, what if I really put everything into it? What can I get done? And some people, I mean, there's a small percentage that get there and they're like, I'm good and happy and they go off on their own. But then there's some that get bit by the bug, as we say, you know, especially with competing. And they'll do it and they're like, okay, um, I've got plenty of time left before I die. How much more can I get done? And then that's, that's it. That's just, they keep going and going. Mm -hmm. And um, that's, that's a really cool thing to see. And as a trainer, it's very rewarding, rewarding to see that when you help somebody with that. Um, it, this is definitely a job that never gets old. Every time somebody gets in shape or gets on stage that used to be overweight or something, it feels just as good as the first time you help someone. It never, it never gets dull. I think it's one of the reasons why I'm trying to been making it work for so long as an actual career instead of just a side gig, um, <clears throat> because it's it's challenging and always rewarding, and it never, I never get numb to it. Yeah. Uh, seeing people completely their their point of view and lives completely change over just going in a gym and moving some weights around because that's I mean you could simplify it to that but then when you get in there and you do it and you see how you can transfer those traits onto other things in life to, to accomplish other goals yeah you're going there and you're moving weights around but look at just the determination the dedication overcoming obstacles all those little things put together that you now you can apply to anything else in life and about do whatever you want so when people, that's why when people start doing the stereotypes about the gym rats and the meatheads, I'm like, you have no idea what you can learn in this room with these weights. You can learn a lot of shit that you don't have, which is why you're still in the same spot you've always been in because you haven't come in here and tried to push yourself. There's a lot, a lot of good things come from this. Even if you, even if you like 50% effort into it as like a competitor, you just come in here to kind of get a sweat and feel good and go out. I mean, just that much dedication and discipline you can always apply to other stuff and do better in. Yeah, I agree. I think it's so, a lot to do with, um, if you come in and your mentality is to do something difficult, the moment you achieve it, whether it's a PR or just getting that one hour grueling cardio over or just getting your routine in for the day before your day even starts or after 
your whole work day. Like you just feel so much better that you, you did it. You you were disciplined enough to get your butt into the gym and work on something to improve yourself. Yeah. There's times where I've gotten up and you know, I mean you both have been to Pro Stadium and Cardio early as hell in the morning. And, you know, you get up and you're like, I really don't want to do this. But if you don't do it, I'd rather force myself to do it and be done than to be beating myself up in my head all day because I was too lazy to go in the morning and I didn't go. And then all day is just like in my ass. I'm just pissed off because I was like, man, you know, I could have been a step closer if I just got my ass out of bed and just went. I mean, I didn't really do anything else productive with that hour. So I might as well have went and done it. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'd, I'd rather just push through and get it done. Mm-hmm. And, um. <clears throat> that's another thing people learn. I mean, especially for people that are trying to lose weight, like it's not always going to feel good. It'll feel good to start with, but when you get to a certain point and you really have to push, there's, I mean, burning fat feels like shit. It does not a good feeling. It's very tired. And there's sometimes where even if everything's working perfectly, your body's still going to fight back. Cause it's like, I don't want to do this anymore. And you're still, well, you're going to fucking do it. And that's a battle. That's a mental battle. And, um, you know, you just have to, you have to put up with it if you still want to push through that goal. Mm-hmm. So that's like, that's the kind of stuff I'm talking about that you can take on into other stuff. I mean, cause if you can do that, then you can do a couple extra hours of work to get the promotion. You can study a little bit more to get a better grade. You can do all kinds of stuff, <clears throat> you know? Um, so you've been doing this, you said about a year, do you have already have some kind of, cause even me be doing this for seven years, I can, recall one or two clients or stories I have that are always going to stick with me because they were like crowning achievements of me as a trainer. Do you have any like any specific story or client, you know, uh, came in and you changed their whole perspective and it, it was kind of like a, like a milestone for you? Oh yeah, I do. I do. Um, so I found this one client who she's still working with me. Um, right now she's not really in the gym much right now just because of COVID and we're still closed until Monday. Yeah. Um, but she found me on Instagram uh, through a Little Kitchen when they were helping me out trying to like promote me. Uh, she's a working mom and she has worked with a few personal trainers in the past that she's told me. Uh, but based on our conversation, they pushed her way too hard and she got injured. They didn't seem to care about her and they kind of just put her into like a cookie cutter diet where she wasn't eating enough. She was just miserable. That's what she pretty much had told me. So she found me and we started working together and how I like to work with my clients is I like to build a rapport or like a relationship and kind of understand what their lifestyle is like. So her favorite lift is uh, the flat bench. So she likes to <laughs> do just like with the barbell on the bench. Okay. And, um, getting her to just move weight is like really easy. She'll complain a lot <laughs> during the sessions. Like she'll be like, this is so hard. Oh my gosh. But then she'll look at me with like determination. She's like, but I like this. So let's keep going. So I'm like, who are you? <laughs> so she comes in and I'm like, all over the place at first but she just hones right in into into training and she gets so excited when we work together that she even recruited her close friend and her entire family which is three girls and her husband into the gym and we're working on trying to get them to do like a family group session together so that they can all work out together at the same time um and that's something that i like the most about ufc is that uh 
we allow the whole family to come together. Yeah. Whether whether it's uh, they break off and the kids go and do classes or they do training or the parents, um, you know, do training while the kids do training all at the same time. So they all get their activity out of the way. Um, that's something that I really like about UFC. But she's also given me the best review to date. So she told me, and she's like, hey, can I tell you something? Can you promise to, like, not put my name next to this review? And I was like, okay. So ever since I started working with you, you know that flap that old ladies get at the bottom of their butt? And I was like, okay. She's like, sorry, TMI. But it's gone. So I have, like, a nice butt now. And I was like... (laughs) Can you put that on Yelp? Because that's like the <laughs> best like, like, that's like the best marketing review that I could oh, get. Oh yeah, yeah. Woman, yeah. so I was like, but yeah, she's like, yeah, it's not saggy anymore. I don't have that saggy butt flap. And I was like, good. <laughs> but you know, that's one of my favorite. One of my favorite ones is just the, my clients get to be really open with me. I don't. I like it yeah. when they share their whole like their life with me, and then I get to meeting their meet their family and that that's how i know that i'm not just this isn't just a job like i'm no it's not just a job no like it's impactful it's purposeful that's 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 so rewarding yeah it's um you know some people will end up sticking with you for years and you end up um knowing everything about them like some people other there's a certain type of person when they start working out their filter drops and they just let everything out um, I've heard some crazy shit, but you know, that's one thing that, you know, trainers also have to be therapists sometimes too. Just depends on who you have. Um, one thing you said that I want to point out to other trainers there about what your client was going through before they came to you. Like people know if you put them on a bullshit plan or some kind of cookie cutter plan, like they may try it and give you a little bit of trust, but at some point they're going to realize you're full of shit. So when you say that trainers that, that don't really care, it's more of a business to them than an actual like career. Um, people can smell that a mile away because I've gotten people and you will too, that have been to trainers like that and they immediately know they're full of crap and they want somebody that's more personalized, you know, cause they're spending that money. They want somebody that they know is going to look and care for them and look at their specific situation, you know, cause if they just want a cookie cutter plan, they would just Google something off the internet. I mean, anybody can look that stuff up. They need something unique. So, you know, any you trainers out there that are just getting started and want some advice, don't fall into that pitfall of trying to train a thousand people and giving them all the same shit because it's not going to work very long. You'll have to constantly replace ones that fall out with new ones because you won't have anybody that stays with you. From my experience, before we, before we stop for the night, is there anything you want to, you, any words of advice or words of wisdom you want to give to any of the other trainers coming up or anybody that's looking for a trainer, maybe what they should be looking for or a, a step that trainers can take to start in the right direction? Uh, well, if you're just starting out, um, I want to say trust yourself because if you, you, you already have all the answers. You, you already have all the answers. You have the training. You know more. And just by keeping somebody accountable, just by being there for somebody, than the average person. And then when I say average, I mean just like the person who's walking off the street, who has not done a lot of research, um, to really just trust yourself. It's okay to say that you don't know something, but 
do your due diligence and then do your research as well and always follow up with with each and every one of your clients also care that's my biggest one is care because i believe that anybody like you've said and just just now um they will see through your bullshit. but if they know you care and they understand that you care and you want to and you want to push them and see them through their goals communicate that have them feel that and know that each person is different yeah i've seen um instances where somebody will come in and they'll have a, either a specific medical condition be pre-diabetic and they want to try diet before medication they might be missing an arm or they might be transgendered on hormones and it's some kind of specific case to where most trainers because they've never done it before are going to kind of be weary and um from my experience if you step forward and just say hey you know i i've never done this before but i kind of got an idea where we can go so let's, let's give this a shot just the fact that you show you're going to take the step forward and try is enough to get that person to say okay let's go let's just try because they would rather hear that than hear well, you know, we've never done this before, and I don't really know. They don't want to hear. They, they, I mean, if you don't know and you say, hey, but, you know, I've got enough background knowledge and I can look up your stuff to where we're going to find a way to get this done, that's showing enough determination to get that person like, this is my guy, because they're going to try. If they don't, may, may, it may not know how. They may, you know, it take them a while, but they're going to figure it out. Yeah. And that, yeah, so that's, you're exactly right. You have to, you have to come forward. You have to show that, that intuition, a little bit of care to get people to know that you're serious about this job. is not just like a paycheck. Mm -hmm. And if you can do that, you're, uh, that's all I've always told people that just get started when they ask me for advice is don't worry about the business aspect. Just know you can do a damn good job and the money will come after that. Cause people talk, you know, and not on the Island, they call it coconut wireless. Everybody tells everybody stuff where it'll get around. People will start looking for you. And it's just, if you can do your job, but if you don't, then you constantly have to do the corporate marketing because there's no other way to get people in because you don't know how to do your job. So and also, you mentioned Yelp. That's also like a goldmine to bring in people. I don't know. Everybody finds me on Yelp for some reason. I, I didn't think that ever worked, but I get a lot of people that find me through Yelp, and I hardly ever update it. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, do you have a website or anything or just an Instagram? or? I just have an Instagram. Okay. Um, you can go ahead and put it out, but I'll also put the links on the bottom of this video and podcast if you guys want to follow her. I'll put the link down, so it'll take you directly to her page. And um, you work at UFC Y Kelly, right? Mm -hmm. If you guys are in her area or train out there in Y Kelly, or you look for a trainer, um, hit up Nicole. I'll put her contact information in the description of this video or podcast. You guys can get a hold of her. Oh, I also do classes. So. Oh, okay. Oh, that's good. That's good. I'll put that down too. What? What? What type of classes? So I am going to do like uh, functional training and hit classes called Daily Ultimate Training through UFC which will also be available online. <laughs> really? Yeah, it's going to be UFC uh, Go. That's what it's going to be called. So if you're a member already with UFC um, and you're an Ultimate member, you can access my class, uh, my daily Ultimate training classes online, which would be fun because you'll see everybody else working out too. Um, and I'll also be training uh, TRX and possibly more in the future. I actually used to talk shit about TRX until I used it. And I was like, I might actually have to get one of these because they're going to come in handy. And during COVID, it came in very handy. I was, I'm glad that I stopped being fucking stubborn. I looked some stuff up for it because that thing is awesome. They look, they look like nothing until you, uh, 
you realize you haven't been training core for a while and the next day you're like what the hell yeah um send me the info on the online stuff too i'll put all that down there so people can follow and join the class and all that stuff too if you want no problem all right sounds and, good um all right. Um, I like to, I'm trying to get something together soon where there's like a few of us that get on here from different gyms and we kind of hash out, it, um, like either topics, diets, training, whatever. So people can kind of get a feel of how we all do stuff. So I would love to have you back on when we do that. I think I've got enough people I've interviewed to where we can do that now. So we might have to organize that if you want to sometime just to help get some different ideas out there. Cause I enjoy doing it because there's stuff that other people know that I don't, and I can learn from doing that. Yeah. I uh, know we do that at IHF with the trainers there, but I would like to do it with trainers from other gyms all at the same time in here. So I think that would be pretty cool. Yeah. So, all right, Nicole, thank you so much for coming on. And guys, like I said, look in the description for information and um, hope to have you back soon. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye.